For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, click Grainger.com, or just stop by. Granger For the ones who get it done. Some places take you away. Some bring you together. Marathon does both. Marathon is Florida's family key with something for everyone. You'll find museums and wildlife refuges, wide open beaches, miles of warm, clear water, and the historic Seven Mile Bridge. For more about Marathon and the latest safety protocols, visit flakeys.com marathon. Malik Monk, I mean, just every time he comes off the bench, I just love the energy he brings and the shot making that he brings. Um, when he shoots a three, it's like you you think it's going in because of just how how great he is at it. Yeah, like we definitely had our chances to win this game, um, even going down 15. Like I feel like the Kings always have a chance to win because how well we shoot the ball. And to, a lot of the times we were just missing wide open threes. I care more about defense. I care more about who they are psychologically when they get punched in the mouth and they lock in still and focus like the Pelicans did. Like the Pelicans took the biggest blow that we could give in the first quarter. And they bounced back almost with ease. And I need to see us do that. Welcome to the Sports Ethos Kings cast. It's daily. Joined by my co-pilots, Naima and Elizabeth. What's happening? You know, I'm just going to have to change my name to um, Brick Brick Curry because <laughs> it ain't it. But yeah, no, I'm good. I'm good. Naima, you What's okay? Naima? You good? <laughs> yeah, I'm good. Sorry. I had my thing on mute for a second. Oh, all right. <laughs> First quarter, Kings, Kings come out hotter than Rosalia on a motorcycle. Keegan hits two threes. HB hits a three as well. Pels look out of sorts, which doesn't last too long. Stan Van Gundy with the Fox MVP love. Trey Lyles gives a beautiful lob to Monk for the slam. Monk hits two threes in a row. Najee Marshall and Jose Alvarado come in and cause chaos on the defensive end. Pels force five straight turnovers. Pels come back within one to end the quarter. Second quarter, Pels grab the lead. Pels length and athleticism bothers the Kings. Refs no call on Sasha getting fouled on the offensive rebound. Refs do call a foul on a Jose Alvarado flop when he ran his head into Fox's chin or mouth. Keon Ellis causes two turnovers, but the Kings can't convert. Brandon Ingram makes a tough shot over Keegan, and he was making tough shots all night long. Pels up seven to end the half. Naima and Liz, what are your thoughts? Honestly, after that first like five to like seven minutes i thought the kings are like oh they got this in the bag but i don't know what happened we started like playing very lackluster started turning over the ball i mean i knew the hot shooting wouldn't continue because that's just you know the law of averages but um the pelicans just started playing way hard with us. that's like what ended up 
being the difference. Honestly, like I think they just wanted it more than us, um, especially on our home court, which kind of sucks. And honestly, it was just the Brandon Ingram show tonight. He was fantastic on all. F- like he, that man, I he missed ten shots, but I feel like he he scored ev- on every single bucket. Even when we doubled him, he was still scoring. So yeah, he just had a fantastic night, and you know that. And then like Fox not uh, shooting well really hurt us. Like the one game he doesn't play that well, and you know it it, it costs us uh, the possibility to like advance in this tournament. But you know games like this happen, and hopefully we'll learn from it, um, and we'll play better next game. Yeah, so kind of what I got the breakdown because I was kind of keeping track of the the game when I was at my game. But uh, Katie, it seemed Katie kind of, you know, talked about it is basically the first half because I saw that we were up by 15 at one point. Um, and then, you know, we were we were kind of pushing the pace. But then when the Pels get us in our half court offense, that's where we seem to struggle with them because they're so lengthy. Um, their defense, I mean, is just crazy. Uh, Jose Alvarado, his defense, he's just, he's just a pest. Like he's just going to annoy everyone. Um, so yeah, I mean, just kind of gathering the information from that first half, it just kind of seems that, uh, we were kind of pushing the pace and then we kind of went away from it. And then the Pels kind of got us where they wanted us in the half court offense and they took advantage of it. And, uh, you know, we're able to kind of seal the deal. 100%. And guys, hold on tight. All right, we're going to do the second half, then we'll open up the mics, all right? Uh, third quarter, Pels increase their lead to 15. Zion starts impacting the game. HB and Herder can't stop him. Keegan and Keon hit back-to-back threes. Kings end the quarter within nine points. Fourth quarter, Fox and Monk make back-to-back spectacular drives. Kings within eight. Monk hits a breakaway pull-up three. Kings within five with nine minutes to go. Pels up 13 with three minutes to go. Monk hits a three to give the Kings life. Kings just don't have enough. The Pels advance. I've said this time and time again. I feel like the Pelicans are kind of like the Raptors in which they have those athletic, lengthy, twitchy guys that just give us fits. Um, it is what it is. There are kryptonite, and I know we beat the top seven teams in the league, minus the Suns, but the Pels themselves are also a quality team that we just can't seem to figure out yet. I have faith that we will, but it just hasn't happened yet. Uh, it's really unfortunate that they were our first opponent um, for the in-season tournament. Uh, Liz and Naima, any other takes? Yeah, honest? I would have. Oh, go I'm ahead, sorry. go ahead, Liz. I was just gonna say. I mean, I would have loved to kind of bust the Lakers' ass in this in-season tournament, you know, just because they're the Lakers. Um, but yeah, I mean we can't seem to figure them out. And this has kind of been a problem for the past couple of seasons with these kinds of teams. I mean, I think finally we figured Minnesota out. I think we've been playing great ball against Minnesota, uh, but the Pels, it just seems like we can't get over that hump with them. And I'm kind of happy we see them two more times this season because hopefully, you know, we'll be able to make those adjustments and things like that. Um, but I will say Sabonis had a great game tonight. He was out there. He was killing it. Uh, Malik Monk, I mean, just every time he comes off the bench, I just love the energy he brings and the shot making that he brings. Um, when he shoots a three, it's like you you think it's going in because of just how how great he is at it. And then Fox obviously doing foxy things, but 
uh, yeah, disappointing that we couldn't get this win. Um, you know, obviously the first, you know, in-season tournament uh, would have loved to win it. But you know what? Again, we have these we have these guys two more times. I hope we get it figured out against them uh, because coming down the stretch, you know, these things are going to matter, you know, conference games and stuff like that. So, um, yeah, just, just didn't have it tonight, and it is what it is. Yeah, like, we definitely had our chances to win this game, um, even going down 15. Like, I feel like the Kings always have a chance to win because of how well we shoot the ball. And a lot of the times, we were just missing wide open threes. I'm like, this is crazy. Like, we could have gone up by, like, three if we just hit back-to-back threes at one point. Like, it was, like, I think we were down five five by five, and then... Um, we got like wide open threes on the wing, but we just could not convert. So I was just like, oh man, I guess it's just not our night. But um, it was good to see Keegan out there, even though like he went out for a bit uh, with the scare with his back, but it seemed like he was still playing through some uh, through some pain. So uh, shout out to him. I mean, I don't know what like what to expect from HB anymore. We're like almost twenty. What is it? Almost. We're probably 20 games in right now, 19, I think. This was our 19th game. And it's just like he played 32 minutes tonight, and he only shot, like, twice. And I'm like, I, I if you're not going to, like, have that much of an in, impact on offense, then I, I don't understand why you're out there, especially when we're struggling to score and everything. Um, but I'd like, I'd like to see him be more aggressive, go to the free throw. Like, I, there was this one possession where I think we it was like three on one and instead of going to like score like a layup or go for a layup possibly get fouls like Fox shot a three I'm like what like I hate this new offense NBA sometimes when things like that sure it's great when we make like the three is made and everything but I just wish there was like more aggressiveness to the rim like when shots aren't falling um but yeah like kind of sucks like I, I really wanted this for the teams um to go for, like further go to Vegas and everything but you know not not everything goes so hopefully we'll just play better next time and we'll shoot better and we'll start uh we won't turn over the ball and like keep that intensity like going up 15 and not giving up that lead so easily within like literally minutes of the first um quarter but yeah ho- hopeful for a better game well, in, in the Kings' defense, I think it had yeah. more to do with the Pels than the Kings. Um, yeah, they just overwhelmed the Kings. Period. They punched him in the mouth and then kept punching him in the mouth. Um, as far as HB is, is concerned, he is such a connector. He's almost a connector to a fault, where where he's more willing to pass than to go get his, uh, which is yeah. unfortunate. He always seems yeah. to do better when. He always seems to do better when uh, either Fox is out or or Fox is having a poor game, and then he feels like uh, he needs to step up. Mm-hmm. What's up, man? Oh, Daly, this is going to be a tough one. Ooh, first of all, that's a tough loss. Um, I I'm going to try to keep everything rational tonight. I want to keep this all in perspective. Yes, the Kings lost. We're all clearly upset. The Kings lost. We had visions and dreams and goals of that in-season tournament banner cascading down from the peak of the G-spot in the Golden 1 Center. Alas, it was not meant to be. Good night, sweet prince, to that idea. Um, You could make a case the Kings definitely shot themselves in the foot in a couple spots during this game. I am well aware of some things that I – I mean, that team obviously knows they want to have back. 
Uh, we're not telling anybody anything different. Um, but we must give credit where credit's due. Uh, when they're healthy and they look to be really, really healthy right now, that's a damn good team in New Orleans. They've got size, athleticism. They got big, strong oxes in the front court. Uh, Brandon Ingram was killing us. We we couldn't guard Brandon Ingram with a ten foot pole. We tried, man. We just couldn't do it. He busted our ass tonight. I mean, he dropped the twenty five piece plus combo with the biscuit and everything. So shout out to Brandon Ingram. He played. He had a hell of a game. And there's nothing you can do about that when a player like him, a scorer like Brandon Ingram, gets hot like that. Um, so they they played well and they deserved to win. Um, I really felt like the Kings, you know, obviously they had their, their early start and that was great. And they had ebbs and flows where, you know, there wasn't a, they didn't play good and then they would play good. Um, I really think the one thing that just hit us in the nutsack, bro, daily, there was a, a point in the game in the third where we cut the lead to four. And I'm thinking, here come the Kings, man. They're ready to, they're going to make that run, the bench with the push. Keon Ellis knocked down that three. And, man, I just knew it wasn't going to be our night when Brandon Ingram launched that three and the ball went up like 25 feet in the air, hit the back of the iron, hit the front of the iron, then dropped in. I said, that's a bad omen, man. That's just telling me everything I need to know. Um, I really want to touch on this Barnes conundrum because I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to listen back. I'm going to peep back into the – I'm going to drop back into the, uh, the grass. Um, it's a double-edged sword. I, I think that Barnes can still contribute to this team. I'm not saying that they should keep him as a starter. I've heard a lot of different ideas and thoughts about what they should do going forward. Um, but I want to reiterate what Liz said about two months ago, which is that Barnes is taking on a different role than last year. He's learning not to you know, be the third primary scorer with the basketball. And for a lot of people, I can understand, well, you know, four points, one for two shooting. Barnes isn't a primary score on this team right now, whether or not he's being told not to shoot the ball that much or not be aggressive with the basketball. I don't think Mike Brown's telling anybody don't play your game, but at the same time, I do think there is going to be some curiosity at the deadline. Like this team, you know, aside from this loss, I mean, they, they've lost the Pels three times now. Um, you know, they, they've had some problems with golden state early on, but, I really do feel like daily this team is about one or two moves away at that three spot from just saying, okay, now let's go compete for the title. Like we're just, we're just one move away, I think. And, you know, I won't blame the Kings for bringing back Barnes on that friendly deal because with the way the contracts are, you take that any day of the week. But I really do feel like it might be time if Barnes is going to give you that kind of production, you got to say, okay, I got to go find some production somewhere. If I got to make a trade to get it, if I got to bring Trey Lyle off the bench and go bigger, you got to figure that out. But I really do feel like come the deadline, we'll not be shocked if the Kings make a move to kind of solidify that three spot and roll the dice and see what they can do. Tough loss. Uh, In-season tournament glory is not in our grasp this year. Um, But we press on and uh, we light the beam. Not tonight, but we light the beam eventually. But tough loss, but Still love my Kings. God bless. Thanks for that, Keith. Appreciate it. And thank you for being fairly positive. Um, I'm waiting for somebody to just hit him hard. I'm waiting. Uh, I know you want to. FJ, what's happening? I just want to like make this quick because I am sick. Like Not sick because we just got our ass busted, but I have a major headache in my sore. My throat is sore, so I'm going to just make this quick. 
<clears throat> this this loss was like it stings, but at the same time, it's like early on in the season, so it doesn't sting as bad. But it was very like there were points in the game where it was very frustrating to watch the offense flow. Like people was taking very random threes, and what made it worse is that the Pelicans just kept making threes. Like Trey Murphy, you get a three. Herb Jones, you get a three. Brandon Ingram, you get a three. Like. Like it sucks, like having our team miss shots, and then the other team like just runs up a train on offense, and it's just like, well, I don't want to do anything too drastic yet because like it's still like pretty early in the season, so like it's still like December. We still like got like a few months of basketball left, so like maybe I would like to see HB come off the bench, have Trey Trey at the three, or put Keegan at the three, Trey at the four, do something. But it's like I'm not gonna overreact because of this loss because also like y'all said. Since I was not here last week when they beat the Warriors after being down 24, in my head going into this game, I was like, when we were down 15, I was like, okay, we've seen this before. They can come back. And it started to look like like, like a re- repeat of the Warriors game. And then Brandon Ingram made that that three that bounced off the rim like 30 feet into the air, and then it just switched in. And I was just like, yep, there, there it is. That That's the... That's the nail in the coffin. Brandon Ingram, these past like what? These like three games that we played against the Pelicans, which is busting our ass twenty four seven. And honestly, enough Zion wasn't a really like a major factor because he only scored like, what ten points. So like Zion wasn't really like the main focus here. It's mainly Brandon Ingram because likes like um <clears throat> I forgot his name. I am terribly sorry, Kevin. There you go. I am terribly sorry. Like Kevin said, he just looked like prime Kobe, making tough fadeaways, pull up threes, just. Everything was falling for him, and not just him, but also um, Trey Murphy, Herb Jones, and shout out Jose Alvarado because once he came in, that was like he caused us to go have like what five or six straight turnovers, and that was just like, what is going on? Like the wheels starting to fall off. They just everybody's got butterfingers all of a sudden, and then they scored like thirteen points off of just turnovers alone. So I think that was like also a major flaw as to why um, this was this loss, like you know, was bad-ish but at the same time i'm not like too mad at this but like i am at the same time if that makes sense but like it's still early on into the season so i'm just like we still have a lot more games to go to figure out what we need to do in the rotation or who needs to go where and honestly i'm just you know i'm i still have faith in the kings and i have faith that they're gonna you know be you know strong the rest of the season and i don't think maybe around the deadline they'll make like that one move that like you know, changes the um, roster. But other than that, I'm not, you know, panicking or whatever because it's one loss. Yeah, and shout out to Najee Marshall too. He came in uh, along with um, Alvarado, and they both caused chaos. So, yeah, they they were they were a problem. And yeah, I think the Kings are just flustered. Uh, they were shook, and uh, you know, they kind of got their composure back in the fourth. Uh, but the Pelts were just hitting their shots. And honestly, I felt like Brand- Brandon Ingram is kind of like a 6'8 monk in that the more difficult the shot he'll make. And so I noticed when Fox and Monk were took over the duties of, of covering him, he didn't do so well for whatever reason. And uh, But when there was a taller opponent on him, like Barnes or e- even Herter at 6'7 or 6'8, for whatever reason, for whatever reason, he felt compelled to just make his shots. It, it was just wild. Um, uh, Jordan, thanks for waiting. Oh my lord! 
hearing all of you guys talk negatively about Barnes is actually driving me insane. We've we've talked about we've talked about this. His role is known. He's taking a step back now because Keegan's getting those touches. Now, would I like him to shoot more than two shots if you're in the starting lineup? Absolutely. I would love for you to take more shots. And I would love for you to get a couple more rebounds. But I'm not going to sit up here and slander Barnes. Not saying any of you, like you are saying stuff to the uh, extent of this. But obviously the trade machines are already coming out. Chill on that. Um, saying that he's the worst player on the Sacramento Kings. Chill. Saying that he should just... I've, I've, I've gone as far as to see people say that they wish they got... Um, that they wish he got knocked in the mouth and got in, and got injured so he can sit on the bench so Trey Lyles can get minutes. Fucking stop. And back to what you were saying as well, Daly, when it comes to Kevin Herter, people were ready to drag the rug underneath Kevin, uh, from underneath Kevin Herter when he was going through his slump. Do we all not remember that? When Kevin was going through that really bad slump where he couldn't buy a shot to save his life, Everybody was saying trade Kevin Herter, get Herter off the team, start Duarte. I understand. We want more from our wings, and in all honesty, I do believe that Barnes should be moved to the bench because Trey Lyles is a much better defender. Trey Lyles is a little bit younger, but we need Barnes on this team. Why do we need Barnes on this team? Because he brings experience, championship pedigree. And he is one of the guys in the locker room that holds the glue together, that holds this team together. You get one of those, rid of one of those veteran guys, it's not going to work. It disrupts the chemistry. It disrupts the flow of the offense because Barnes can make timely threes. Now, as for the game itself, I really don't want to talk about it because at the end of the day, we lost. There is no excuse for that. I'm not even going to go as far as to blame the referees for this one, even though there was a lot of contact that and fouls that we should have gotten. But I'm not going to sit up here and blame the refs for that. We lost. I'm just sick and tired of the negativity coming from the fan base anytime we lose a game. Whether it's Barnes, whether it's Duarte, whether it's Davion, whether it's um, Kevin, it needs to stop because this team was... Great last year, and I understand we want to get to the top very, very fast. We want that NBA championship because it's right there. Because the West is wide open this year. It's right there, and I know we all want it, but we have to be patient. Understand that this team was number one in offense last year. Number one offense all time. That was the rating. Harrison Barnes was a part of that. Kevin Herter was a part of that. We need to stop moving the goalpost, and we need to stop. I, I Criticism is fine. Criticism is 100% fine. I get it. Again, I would love for Barnes to shoot more than two shots a game if you're going to be in the starting lineup. If you're not going to do that, then yes, you do need to sit on the bench. But I do not believe that Barnes should be traded. Unless you find a great package for him, then Barnes is not going anywhere. And that's just the reality of the situation. I do agree with Daly when it comes to 
the lineup situation. Sometimes Mike Brown gets stuck in his lineups and doesn't want to disrupt the chemistry. Just straight up because of what happened last year. The chemistry was so good. Guys rarely got hurt. And look at that. We ended up with a three seed in the West. Playoffs, first time in 16 years, and number one rated offense of all time. I understand. But we need to chill on the negativity when it comes to this fan base. That's really all I have to say because it's um, trying to bring in negativity after a loss. It or it adds fuel to the fire. It doesn't help anything. It's at the cliche, end of the honestly. It is one hundred percent. I I I just I'm just sick and tired of it because the things I saw on my timeline today, whether it was on Instagram or whether it was on Twitter, it was just insane. It's like, guys, we already lost. Let's not start with this bullshit already. That's 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 really all I have to say about it. And one more thing. Um, since I don't think anybody has said anything about it, a Kings fan died in the arena today. And I think that's the one thing that is on my mind, at least. Because that is just absolutely tragic. I've seen Warriors fans crawl out of their holes and start talking shit about it. I've seen Pelicans fans talk shit about it. It's fucking disgusting. Genuinely, rest in peace to whoever died in that arena today. That is just absolutely tragic. And that's the number one thing that's on my mind. Because it's like, when I saw that, I think that's what kind of sent me over the edge. Like, if you look at my timeline, you could probably see uh, I kind of went off on my tweets a little bit. And that was just because I saw all the negativity. And then I saw that. And I was just like, this is just, this is just sickening. Well, if there's any reason to be humane, it should be that, right? You would think. You would think. But when it comes from when it comes to Warriors fans, we all know that they are not human. No, we but know I there's expected. a large contingent of fans that are subhuman on this app. Period. Yeah, which is I even went off on one of them because I, it, it's just sad. It's just absolutely tragic that it happened during the game. On top of that. So, you know, rest in peace to that fan. Somebody lost a loved one today, and that family is in my prayers. We lost one of our own today, and I think that uh, that is worth mentioning, of course. So we need to quit all the negativity when it comes to this team. I understand, but it needs to. It just needs to be said. We need to stop with all with with jumping to conclusions and all the overreacting when it comes to that. That's all I'll say. Jordan, that was very close of you. Uh, appreciate it. All right. Ross, welcome back, man. What's going on? What's up, my Kings family? Yo, well said, Jordan. Um, it's funny because I was looking at the timeline and it was pretty bleak after the uh, the game and I saw one guy tweeting out positivity and it was Jordan and about Two minutes into your call, I go, who is this guy? I got to follow him. And sure enough, it was Jordan. So shout out for keeping it positive for us. Um, a lot of stuff, man. Um, the Barnes thing is, it's complicated, man. It's not as simple as 
2K basketball, you can't just say, you know, trade this guy Barnes. Um, we had our best year in 15 years last year, and Barnes was right in the center of everything. And for all the people getting upset with Monty for, you know, bringing him back, he went out there and he gave it a shot and he struck out, but he did more than most GMs have done in the last 15 years. So Monty is no idiot. He's sitting there thinking similar thoughts of the same of us. And, um, but he didn't want to come back without a small forward. So he brought Barnes back because he was our vet leader. He was just, you know, he has his struggles. Yes, but he was right in the middle of everything. If you talk to all the guys in the locker room, he is that guy. So bringing him back, you know, win or lose, it was the move to make. Because if you ask all the players, you know, who knows what the vibes would have been. But um, in his actual defense as a player, um, Kevin Herter is shooting 45% from the field and 38% from three. Barnes is shooting 48% from the field and 38% from three. Um and he's averaging 12 points a game on on minimal shots. So a lot of people saying they want Barnes to shoot more, but is that really the guy you want shooting more shots? In my opinion, I'm yes, I'd like more from him. And yeah, he's been a little slow-footed on defense, but as the fifth option, I'd prefer Kevin, Fox, Domas, and Murray, and even Monk to be shooting before him. So, you know, that's kind of what we want um with Barnes but yeah moving on from that to the actual game um we come in here a lot of times and we want to overanalyze and this team shoots 53s a game they started off seven for 11 from three and then they went seven for 34 um I hate to say it's as simple as that but a lot of nights you can get upset you know pointing fingers at people or you could just look at the three-point percentage and see what team won that. And a lot of times, if we're not winning that, we're going to have to get an ugly, scrappy win, and it just wasn't happening against the Pelicans. Um, last little thing, I'll give a shout-out to the Pelicans because I remember watching their playoff series two years ago, um, and they lost a, a Game 7, a heartbreaking loss. I can't remember who they lost it to, but they lost – almost an exact fashion that the Kings lost to last year. So um, this team's on year four um, and we're only on year two. So as much as it feels like, yeah, they struggled and they didn't make the playoffs last year. That was because injuries. It's a good team. They've been figuring out slowly and surely putting things together. Um, and it showed tonight. So as so much as you want to be upset with the Kings, I'm going to give a lot of credit to the Pelicans. And uh, it's just one game, man. We're 11 and 8, started off 2 and 4. Um, that makes us 9 and 4 in the last 13. So if you take a little step back, this team's still good, but they got plenty of room to grow. So uh, let's not beat them up too bad. They got a week off. Let's see. Let's see how they come back after this break. Appreciate y'all, too. I don't think they're going to have a week off. Um, Mark Jones said on the broadcast, uh, we're probably going to be playing Friday. They don't know who yet, but. Oh, really? Okay. Well, yeah. they got a couple days off. But a couple off. days let's, off, so let's take a see if a few and... practices can do. Exactly. Yeah, they needed the stress test just to see where they were at. This is a hump that they couldn't get over earlier, and then they faced it again. They still couldn't get over it. So 
they need this to get stronger if they're going to make any noise in the playoffs. Real quick, I, I 100% agree with that. The Warriors game last week, I thought that was great for them to be in this must-win, or not must-win, but it was basically a must-win situation because the more of these like absolute pressure testers we can get in, I'll take as many as we can get just to give us a little bit more uh, you know, armor going into the playoffs. Yeah, they need to build their metal. And so, yeah, when they face the Raptors, I'm going to be definitely tuned in. I need to see what they could do. Because um, I don't want to have like a false hope going into the playoffs. Oh, yeah, this team is good. I could care less whether they're number one in offense or or number five or whatever. I care more about defense. I care more about who they are psychologically when they get punched in the mouth. And they lock in still and focus like the Pelicans did. Like the Pelicans took the biggest blow that we could give in the first quarter. And they bounced back almost with ease. And I need to see us do that. So, yeah, it's going to be interesting moving forward. And I want us to get our win back against this team later on down the road. It's important for me. But if they continue to beat us... And I don't buy that, oh, they're our kryptonite thing uh, shit that I said earlier. I don't want that to just be an excuse. I need them to show that they can beat this team, just like we did with the Warriors. And I want us to be able to beat Boston down the road and figure that out like good teams do, like great teams do. We need to go from good to great. Tough loss. I hope I didn't say anything out of pocket. Um, I don't think I panicked. If I did, it is what it is. Uh, I do think this team can work on locking in and strengthening their mind after they get rattled and shook uh, within games. I think that is an issue. Um, I do think Duarte was missed. I I know some people think he's trash, but I honestly feel like he offers a lot on the defensive end. I I really do. And and I don't think people look at him on that end of the floor. Uh, He's major for us, and we were missing him tonight. And yeah, it is what it is. Again, I say this all the time. Our kryptonite is those long, lengthy, twitchy teams uh, like the Raptors and the Pels. And yeah, all I want to see is for them to get their win back down the road. Uh, We appreciate everyone here. We'll see you next time. Have a good night. Peace, y'all. Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you, with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.